Industry Talk Live TV. As I go undercover, I'm going through the back door, through the windows, just to hear the proprietary exclusive information that's being shared with some of the most elite people in the world industry talk live tv we're going undercover under the it field under the medical field under the real estate game under the forex game i need to understand everything that's going on with this virus and you know what industry talk live tv is willing to do it undercover you stay tuned as i bring you some of the most exclusive information right here on industry talk live tv as we go undercover coming up next they're going down swinging be fighting for independence and their people or religion the other one will be selling, you know, popsicles and whatever. And, and, you know, when Cardi B made a comment about taxes, they put her back, her ass back in line. And, you know, Nicki Minaj knows what time it is. And, and they all, you know, they, they do stuff like this. This is why Drake released his album, you know, a week after Kanye released his to, you know, um, to, to stop his sales and his plays and his streaming plays. So like, there's just this globalist agenda and it's all over hip hop right now. It's like, it's good. Like most fans see it now. It's like Jay Z's winning while they're trying to kill Kanye. Cardi B's winning while they're trying to kill Nicki Minaj. Drake's winning and, and triple X died. And, 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 uh, you know, it's just, it's just very telling. Yeah. I agree with you, Ali, about the whole acceptable. Yeah. Well, I found it interesting that she, um, Called herself first wave feminist, and I think didn't she say that her mother or grandmother or something was like part of the suffragette yeah. movement? Yeah, but I was going to bring it up earlier, but the conversation moved on. Sorry, I'm in the middle of exercising, but yeah, she um, nobody mentioned anything about where the suffragette movement in, the, in New York started, who was behind it, which elite rich. Um, wives of these elite families were pushing it, you know, like the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, you know what I mean? Yeah, well... No one ever mentions that. Yeah, well, it, there's hardly any uh, grassroots... Uh, well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, of course, there's grassroots things, but, you know, very often if we get to hear about a grassroots uh, organization, it's because um, someone in power has decided to give us some... Uh, some some octane, you know, octane. So I think, I think these people have a schizophrenic, um, mindset. And I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to use that in like a, in a descriptive way, not like in a judgmental way, but you know, you know that the first part of the conversation when they're when, specifically when they're trying to tackle norms is in their mind, they are giving visibility, I guess is the term now to a minority view, which is something that actually most people agree with. Um, but then by the end of the conversation, they want to smash the norm. And the liberal doesn't get that they hold two contradicting views, while the progressive knows full well this this trick of rhetoric. And so, like, I think, like, sh- like you know, and again, I think we saw that with, with, with Trey. is like she's, like she's, like, trying to make space for everyone, 
and then pretending that we're arguing against that when we're not arguing, we're not arguing for intolerance. We're not arguing for people not having liberty or people not even participating in like whatever adult concerning relationships they want. We're talking about norms because why on earth would a group of people get together to talk about things that don't widely apply to anybody? Like there's no point in conversation. So it's, to me, it's really interesting, but it's just, it's just a schizophrenic mindset that, it kind of follows postmodernism or relativism or if you don't believe in like that, that virtues have an outcome, that designing a, a society will have an outcome and you have to measure it objectively, then um, you end up saying things that contradict yourself. And, you know, that's what I saw. Yeah, you made a good point earlier that uh, the postmodernists and the woke or whatever are more interested in theory. Uh, whereas, you know, I'd say the ordinary person is more interested in evidence in terms of, you know, they've, they've taken action A and it's, leading, it's led to result B, you know. Um, so, yeah, there's something, they always go to theory and a study, like I was having a discussion with Douglas earlier and I was telling him about, you know, my mm-hmm. dozens of uh, businesses, friends and acquaintances um, who... Uh, you know, basically reported X, and then Douglas uh, said, oh, well, the study says Y. And it's like, well, you know, it doesn't really matter what the study says because I've asked people who are actually living it. And, uh, yeah, for some reason, they, 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 they don't want to deal with what's real and what, um, you know, where the tire meets the road. That's why I like to point out that most humans have been or are alive right now because it, it throws out like what their rhetoric, what their rhetorical, or what their what they're rhetorically trying to say, which is, well, if you look at history and generation to generation, well, if that accounts for like ten percent of humanity, then what the hell are you actually talking about? You know, so most humans, you know, like things the way that they are, and, and I'm talking about like civilization lifespan, the things that are just like objective in the physical universe, and they got that way for a reason. We found the magic sauce, and it scaled so well that the the the, the chart went parabolic. Wealth, uh, equality, lifespans, the number of humans on the planet—it all went parabolic. Now it's not perfect, you know. Preface, preface, right? But you know, it's the most prosperous, uh, successful nation in so many ways. You know, people from all over the world want to come here. Uh, we have more rights, more freedoms, or we did anyway until recently. Uh, you know, more prosperity, more opportunity, more opportunity to author your own life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, this is so obvious, right? And yet we have people who live in America and they look around the other 200 or so countries in the world and they don't seem to be able to calculate that America's doing better than most, if not all, of these countries on many, many metrics. So why do they lack that perspective? Why is this sort of this myopic keyhole where they look at America, they can't see the other countries that aren't doing as well, and then they just wail and whine and complain about how terrible this country is and how it all needs to be burned down? How do you explain that perspective? I think uh, if, if I... I think that there's a couple different factors going on. One is um, when you're doing let, let's let's uh, let's split up the country into 
some people who've been able to live a fairly, let's say, you know, blessed life in the sense that uh, the, the playbook of how it's quote-unquote supposed to go, like the television version of how life is supposed to go in the U.S. has pretty much panned out for them. You know, with a few hitches here or there. When you, when someone lives uh, the, a lifestyle that they're accustomed to, let's call it that, and you're always trying to um, take where you're at and improve it. So no matter where someone finds themselves or the community they find them their, their self, themselves in, they will identify what, you know, isn't working right or isn't fair. But kind of like Buddha, you know, Siddhartha, when, you know, he, he's got this great life and everything, but he's curious about what's really going on out there. And so when he goes out and he actually peeks around, he's like, oh my goodness, there's horrors everywhere. And so in that same sense, if you think the justice system actually treats people fairly because your daddy was rich and you got treated fairly if you touched it, or you've never touched the justice system, most people have never actually directly themselves, you know, experienced it. Um, if you go now and discover through a friend or someone else what it's really like, it's, it's a major shock. The gap between the stories we tell about what the U.S. life is and everything behind it and what actually occurs is just very, very large. Now, I think it would be entirely different if we didn't have blinders on from, like, kindergarten on for huge sets of people. And even people that experience hardship directly on, their teachers, their, you know, policymakers, their... Um, the people they look up to don't talk about the hard truths. We do not honestly speak from kindergarten on with our children. By the way, sweetie, uh, there's lots of homeless people and even homeless families when daddies lose jobs. And then, um, you know, there's no backup housing. Our government doesn't provide backup housing for them. And that's why they end up on the street. And then when they're on the street, they get depressed and then they take drugs. And it's really horrible. I mean... These aren't the kinds of stories we tell each other, because if we did, I think a lot of people would feel pretty sheepish and uncomfortable with their, you know, Starbucks lifestyle if they admitted that we aren't tight communities that actually all watch out for each other. I think, I think there's many factors going on here. It's much easier to say it's all of our leaders that have fucked up rather than we're the ones that have fucked up. Have is 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 just. Again, the gap between expectation and the stories we tell versus the harsh reality of nature, of corruption, of what goes wrong when we aren't watching the watchers, when we don't take responsibility, real responsibility for not letting liars get away with stuff, when we hide that our bosses are doing naughty things they shouldn't be doing because, you know, well, I've got to feed my family and, and I bet it's just my company this is happening in. You know, all of those things that people do in order to go on and try to reach out for that starry ideal lifestyle that is, for the most part, total crock of shit. Now, the problem is a few people get the starry lifestyle and when they get there, they look around and they get like survivor's guilt or they put on rose-colored glasses and say, nah, 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 all those other people just didn't work hard enough, or, or something like that, right? There's always excuse-making for why it actually all does make sense, 
sense and, and, and fit in the pretty story. So I, I think it's a much bigger problem of just not dealing with how hard life really is sort of on the whole entirely, that we don't have enough place. Uh, if, if you were to arrest every single person that had ever looked at child pornography in the U.S., we need to, like, triple our prisons. Like, wrap your head around that, and then you'll know what's wrong with society. Um, what you're saying is true. However, let me use a different word instead of expectations. Let me use the word aspirations or goals or principles or ideals. Because the other thing that the Buddha said was all that we are is a result of what we have thought. And if one, I think... I think it's a, a fact of life that if you spend your life to always focusing on the negative and always focusing on what's wrong, that you get mired in that and you get stuck in that kind of mindset. And there's something to be said for having an ideal and having both on the personal level, but as far as one's community and then one's country. And, and indeed, that was what this country was founded on, the idea that, yes, we are not perfect, but we are striving for something better. We understand that there are certain principles in life that apply, that that apply to all humans and that there are certain rights that all humans are given and we are we are going to try to meet to try to reach those goals and so that's you know especially when you find that most and forgive my characterization here earthy crunchy new agey people are more on the left than on the right. That, that idea that what you focus on is what you create. The biggest problem for me or other people that I think are striving for that better world or that better, you know, ideal, right? There's this strange gap that occurs. Um, like one example was... Um, Inside of a church, there was a, a, a family member of a, a friend I had who uh, they discovered had um, been molesting his stepdaughter for many years, and uh, he even like confessed to it and all of that, and it was she was already an adult when it was being addressed, and um, he probably had done it to other children. Um, uh, that was a little bit murky, but... Um, they went through this process of like having him talk about it, forgiving him. No one reported to police, um, and then uh, <laughs> and then uh, they just uh, said, "Okay, so now you know you you're sorry, and you know that's all bad. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and let you like be in charge of youth again at the church." Oh well, that makes There's, perfect sense. Yeah, of course. So. The, the problem I have is there's this idea um, people want to believe that their goodness 
uh, will just kind of fix other naughty people. Let's just say it that simply. And won't actually take responsibility for what it means to stop predators of all types. I mean, this is a very explicit predator. But you could have predators that are inside of companies. You could have predator Like, any human that wants to milk another human for their pleasure, be it financial, be it, you know, whatever, um, is problematic. And good folk don't necessarily want to deal with the messiness of stopping people who aren't going to stop. They're never going to stop, right? That, that, is, that is an ugly reality that is very uncomfortable, and it's even more disturbing when they otherwise seem great. Like, hey, this was your best friend. Turns out otherwise they're a real shitbag, you know? I mean, I, I just, I don't think we can keep handing off the stopping of predators to our government because they aren't doing it. They just aren't doing it. I think for me, what always stands out is their hyper-focus and obsession with climate, with the whole climate change. Like, you know, they're constantly in my opinion, you know, always making it a big deal and that, you know, it's a crisis. Like, you know, I I just really want to know, do they believe that they're going to die in the next 15 years? And that's why they want us to all get really scared and focus on the climate change and, and, and just also wanting us to all be vegetarian and eat less meat. Like I keep hearing that too. Like I don't, I don't understand that when we, start thinking big, you know, big picture and macro environment. Like I, they confuse me on those two, those two points, but that's what stood out to me is again, the hyper-focus around the climate crisis. Okay. Um, I'll just highlight then what they said, what stood out the most to me, which I think should be a very alarming for everybody is the, the point of this whole room, right? Is this transhumanism agenda, right? If we don't lock in on that point, then we can't even expand this conversation into You know how vast this realm is? They will not, like, that's the same way of saying that there's, they can't deprive the planet of her elements. She's going to continuously, so the reason why I'm bringing that up is because the consciousness that we're talking about, y'all saw that, like, it's a, a little video of, of somebody, I can't remember who the guy's name was, Peter, I think the guy's name was Peter, he was interviewing one of these nurses, or one of these doctors, and she was talking about what she saw in the Moderna shot, she was yes. speaking about that, y'all saw that, right, and they oh, said that it, it, Oh yeah, you're was, talking about Stu Peters when he was um, interviewing Dr. Carrie Madej. Yes. Thank you, thank you. So she was, and this is just what she's saying, which still shouldn't be hard for people to understand, because what the beginning of Lisa's video that she played was saying was that you wouldn't really be able to tell the difference between uh, what you call an artificial intelligence and a natural being. And I'm going to just tell you now, you can't tell the difference right now. Like you wouldn't be able to, if you would walk past a person on the subway or walk past a person in the street and you would swear that's a human being. But you listen, I'm telling you, it's been like that for decades. They everything that they putting out now, information that they're saying is coming, it's been out here. Artificial intelligence is not iRobot like these little steel little, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh mechanic beings running around looking like androids. No. 
you could be looking at a president who ain't really a president. (laughs) You could be looking at, and the reason why is again, what is artificial intelligence? Let us make man in our image. They, everybody talking about them wanting to play God. They've been playing God. They've been playing God as in, in the same family or the same type of beings with the Sumerians or the Inky and the Enlil. That's why I tell people, what is the new world order? Who put out the first order? Who established the first world order? That was the Sumerians, the Inky, the Enlil, the Anunnaki, the ones they tell you are just attributes. Right, go watch the Venom movie of 2018. All I'm saying is, like the brother was talking about, it's not just like you got to really look at what's happening. People have been literally led to be injected with a whole nother entity. And it's not just that entity. There are multiple entities. And what's happening is people's DNA is literally still being altered right now as we speak. And they don't know how that's possible. But now the doctors is coming out and watch. The more that these doctors come out with these types of information, it's going to be some oops we didn't know. But what, who's going to take the U.S. to court? Y'all got to remember who you up against. Like, who's going to take the U.S. to court for real? And I ain't talking about no of these few officials. Who's going to take the beast to court? The, the beast still ain't prayed for all of the time. Who's going to take the beast to court for Hiroshima? Who took them to court for the apartheid? Who took them to court for slavery? You're dealing with the same devils. They don't go to court. Right. They, there is no punishment for them unless you're aligned. I just want to bring that out because the transhumanism thing has been happening for a long time, and now they're so aggressive about it. And the, if she's telling you in the video, you're not going to be able to tell the difference between technology and a natural being. She's telling you the truth. She's telling you what's already out here, and that's important for you to think about because if you're saying generationally, we want to become stronger in our generations, we want to win the war, but these people are injecting things in your bodies. Right or in your family's bodies that are altering their genes right now, then if you if here's my last statement: if you know that this is a war between God or the devil, whatever you want to say it is, then who is running this show right now that's doing these things to the people? And what race of beings are they trying to bring forth through genetics? Thank you, Faze. You know what? Thank you. I'm so glad that you wrapped that back around because, guys, this is wherein lies the frustration. And and it's not, it's hard for those of us that are awake that know we're so many levels ahead of this that when you're trying to just wake people up and it's like, I'm going to use their information. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to come and tell you what, you know what I'm saying, all the other layers and how many rabbit holes you can go down. I'm just going to get people to step one. Everyone has witnessed the pandemic, COVID, everything that's happening to society People losing jobs, families breaking apart, people committing suicide, people going broke, not being able to pay their bills. All of this is happening in real time. We've been talking about it ad nauseum every single day, which we should continue to do that because it's important, right? But to elevate this conversation to the next level, the end game. And so when we're trying to like connect the dots, you got to understand what the big picture is, okay? And if you can connect how they're trying to transform you as a human being, then everything else will make sense. And the fact that that video glossed over so many people in this room is really scary because we're worried about climate change when they're the ones controlling the climate. They're trying to, you know what I'm saying? They have the technology to be able to do that. She literally said that in the video. If you, if you know what you're listening to and you know how to actually listen 
you know, you have to listen to what's being said, but also what's not being said. You have to understand the art of language and how they utilize language against you all the time. They're telling you exactly what their plan is and people are not getting it. That's why they can put it out in the open because they know that they've fluorided your minds and your brains so much that you're so dependent on, you know, um, mommy and daddy to tell you what it is that they mean to explain everything to you, to spoon feed everything to you, that when they place their agenda right in front of your face, you, you still can't hear it because that cognitive dissonance is something that's turned off in your brain where you're going to go jump straight to, you know, climate um, change, which they've already told you that's going to be the next thing they're going to talk about, a cyber attack, right, which Klaus Schwab warned us. It's going to be, COVID is going to be pale in comparison to when they shut this grid down and he a hundred percent guaranteed us that this is going to happen. And I got to find that video. It's like a minute long. It's not long at all, but if somebody in this room can find the video and play the video for us, that would be wonderful. Um, but guys, it, I mean, the, the, the plan that they have for us, we have got to grasp onto this before we keep offering up ourselves and thinking that these people have our best interest at heart. They said that you're not going to be able to tell the difference between a natural being and an artificial being. And like Faye said, that's already happening. It's already happened. You can have someone walking right down the, the grocery store aisle next to you and have no idea what this, whether this is a real person or some sort of, you know, spliced artificial clone human being, any of that. And it's not so far-fetched. And I've really been trying to slow walk y'all with this conversation. But in order for us to continue to build upon these concepts, to get people to where they need to be so that you can also start sharing this information, we got to grasp onto th this one point of the end game, what that looks like. Immortality for them, a two-tier society with the uber rich, right? And human beings pretty much enslaved where our whole, all of us are going to be loaded onto like a singularity, right? Where all of us going to share one mind, you know, they're going to tell us how to think, what to think, total control. This shit is diabolical. And I just don't know what it's going to take, you know, but I'm going to keep coming on here keep trying to share you know information because i know it's a lot and the reason why it's a lot because most people are not thinking about these things i didn't absorb this stuff overnight it's been a process of many 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 years um it's because i have a curious mind and you know i think i have a healthy amount of skepticism to just you know figure things out for myself um but you know we we have to slow walk each other there we got to hold each other's hands we can't allow the anyone or any powers that be to tell us that we should be divided based upon who's got the jab or who doesn't have the jab, all that. We're actually in this together. We have to move civilization um, forward. And they've been controlling us for thousands of years, and their time is up. And what they're trying to do is usher us into a new reality, something that, you know, uh, once you're there, you won't, even, you, you won't even know because they will have taken away your own power to think for yourself that what you are a part of. So... Now is the time, and with that, I'm going to rest my mic, you guys. The floor is open. Hey, I, want to thank, I just I want wanted to say something about the Pope, the Pope Ten Commandments, I, or whatever he wrote, his Ten Program, Ten Commandments. He basically said climate change is the change of the people. Climate change is the change of the people. The Okay, so the BNT162B2, which is mRNA, okay, is the therapeutic um, again, that is the replica. It replicates itself. And as the brother was saying, it is a, uh, uh, an entity 
that is replicating itself. And this is why they put the the woman, Jennifer Bundana, uh, Dun, I spelled her name earlier, she's head over the NIH now. She's the director because Francis Collins left. So this is all related. They're putting in position the people that they need to get, get everything under control and make sure that their plan is going forward. Climate change and sustainability is really the change of the people. Yeah. And then at the same time, they're building their world while they're taking people out at the same time. And then those that have submitted to the therapy, um, that uh, bioweapon itself, it can... Um, hold on a second. I'm sorry. I have to catch my breath, and I do apologize. The bioweapon itself can um definitely uh have they can control because she speaks on how they change the genetic uh uh entity of how the, the mosquitoes when they change the mosquitoes they change the whole gene of the mosquitoes and she always the, the woman always said that this uh weapon can actually wipe out a whole species, anything that reproduces. So we can reproduce, and the whole idea is either to control that species or just permanently wipe them out. And that's the goal. So if they can't control you, they're going to wipe you out. That it will blow your mind and to take your time. It may take you a few reads to grasp it, you know. And just to get you started, if you go to YouTube and type in uh, Rudolf Steiner, a couple of his books are on there, you know, um, on audio. So you could just listen to it. I recommend reading because it's your brain, um, you know, receives it better when you're reading it first. And then you're able to, like, take notes and stop or whatever. But if you can just go online and listen to it, that's the best that you can do because your life is busy. Then at least do that. You know what I'm saying? But pay attention. Universe, Earth and Man and Cosmic Memory and he has a host of other books, but just to help us orient ourselves into who we are, what level, what capabilities we have as human beings. And this is what they're trying to replicate. And they're trying to stop this new golden age from coming into where humans are going to return to this, this higher frequency of operating. That's you know, right. Exactly. And so that's what it is, guys. And yeah, that's all I have to share right now. Think that Lemuria in Atlantis is fairy tale stuff, but I implore you to search your maps or get with anybody who knows maps or knows the area. You can look in the southern, what is it, the southern uh, eastern part of Europe and the northern western part. That that uh, that water, that body right there, they found rocks that line up with the schematics of what Atlantis would be. So the Atlantis that sunk. Is pretty much on the coast of Africa and the coast of Europe where Morocco is and basically where the Moors and Spain and all that is. And um, that the rocks that are there and that under the water, because, you know, they're they're doing a lot of um, you have the technology now where they can use sonar and, you know, do the sonar through the water and see ancient sites that are underwater. And those actual sites and rocks that are under that water are aligned with uh, the Pleiades constellation, as is all ancient sites. Every single ancient sacred site on the earth is aligned with a celestial body because these sacred spaces and megaliths and spots, they are star maps. 
There are literal star maps. There are star maps that give you actual coordinates. And um, so, you know, I just wanted to say that because people think this stuff is fairy tale, but it's all connected. And this is how they got their one up, because when we went into our deep sleep, we gave them the information. Only a certain caliber of them, only a certain decree or degree of them got it. And then out of that degree or decree of beings that we gave it to, they got swindled out of the information themselves, right? They got tricked out of it. And then it got in the hands of, a, of a, another uh, group of who had certain interests. And that the information that we're talking about is the information that has been ruling the planet ever since. So when you hear about the cabal, Kabbalah, more science, all these things is all the same thing. And, and it's not, it, it's all neutral information. Like Lisa said, it's not about the messenger it's about the message. You know, it's not about throwing out the baby with the bathwater. It's about using your own inner uh, intelligence to discern because this is all about contract. You have to, con they have to, uh, I keep saying this, it's all about your consent. I don't care what, what level you're talking about. That is divine, cosmic, universal, natural, common law. You have to give consent. If you don't give your consent and you're violated, then that, that entity gets violated. That's the law. Real time. So, when we understand that, you have to, like, like the brother, brother was saying, about being private and public or knowing how to move publicly private. <laughs> you have to be, you're a private entity in a public forum. So you have to protect your private interest at all costs. And you can form and draft your own paperwork. You can set your terms. Or if you're going to agree with contracts and terms that are given to you, you can change the terms of those contracts or amend and edit an ETC until you get to a common ground. You don't have to automatically jump into the into the subjugated seat. And what, what has happened on a cosmic level, to Lisa's point, is we did go from a higher, higher realm of existence down to a more uh, third dimensional. Because, look, Science, science to tell you that atoms are the atoms that we see right now in the physical realm are just atoms spinning at a slower rate. That's all it is. That's why we're able to materialize and see things the way we see it, because the, the atoms at this level of existence, they spin or move or however you want to visualize it a little bit slower, kind of like a bike or a motorcycle. You ever see a motorcycle or a bike that's going really, really fast and the tire is going forward, but it's going so fast that it looks like it's going backwards. You see what I'm saying? So you have to look at atoms like that. And this is what they're learning. They're, they're learning with quantum mechanics. They're starting to learn like, hey, man, the stuff they were talking about in these scriptures and these old sayings and these walls, this stuff really has some credence to it. Like this stuff is really starting to make sense. We just had to change our lens. Right. So, again, their end game is to take the technology that's coming on the scene and that's been available. This stuff has been available. Cloning is not new. Nanotechnology is not new. None, there's nothing under the sun that is new. This is old stuff. It's just being repurposed, re-engineered, and uh, redistributed for the benefit of a, of, a, of, a, of entities that don't have the human race, the species, uh, at, at its best interest. Right? So it, it's kind of beautiful that the things that are happening right now are happening because it's forcing a lot of people to band together. Because as bad as things are, they're just as good because I'm seeing people come together and band together like never before. And they probably wouldn't have done it had the shit not hit the fan like it's hitting right now because people were laxidated and comfortable and content when change is the only constant. Right. How can change change be the only constant, but you're content when change is coming? Hey, sir, babe, my. Um, 
oh my God, I just totally blanked out. But I always remember this quote that he says, says to me, he, no, he always says, don't worry about the things that you can't change. Right. But it's everything there's, there's, you know what I'm saying? Like we be stressing out about like the most minute things and we don't even understand like you're an ant, but you're, you're a giant at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean, you're an ant, but you're a giant at the same time. The reason why you're an ant is because you don't even know that you're a giant. You know what I mean? Allowing people to control you as though you're an ant. And that movie ants even shows the whole game as well, right? And guys, listen, you know, I just want everybody to protect themselves and to know this. Um, we don't have all the answers, but you have your intuition and you have to be able to rely on your intuition, your intuition when you didn't follow it and you went somewhere and you did something you weren't, you know, you wanted to stay at home and you went out and then something bad happened. You know what I mean? You got to start trusting that voice inside of you. That is the all that is inside of you. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If you, if you, we, we may not be able to predict the future, but what, what we can do is we can look to the past as lessons, right? It's even like you going through your life, you know, if you had a bad relationship and then you didn't learn from that and then you go and repeat the same thing, it's like you're the problem because literally you didn't change the template. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't calibrate. Yourself. Exactly. So they say if you want to, if you want to know the unknown, you have to study the known. And we have thousands of years of history that is known for us to be able to utilize as a, a point of reference for what the future could be. I'm done speaking. Come on. You that cannot count. Both of you are saying. I think Lamaria is uh, present day Mount Shasta. And I think uh, Atlantis is present day Atlantic Ocean, Atlantic, Atlantic Ocean, Atlantis. I think there that's what I think. So. Those Lisas, which you guys touched on, which are, I think are significant things. Lisa kind of said the whole, don't worry about the message, just take the messenger. You know, we tend to shun information. Oh, I don't want to listen to that because of, and it made me think about times, you know, from now and even more, you know, a little bit, not, not too far in the past, maybe like 10 years ago on black Twitter, there was kind of this emergence of similar music, uh, emergence of similar information. We were talking about uh, sovereignty and things like that. And I think we tend to look at this thing and go, I don't want to deal with money. That's the root of all evil. And you're not realizing that this, like you said, this system that you have is based on all of us. Like That's the right. system that, that we have is really based on our birthright. And ultimately, you should, in fact, have it and you are entitled to it. And it goes and it goes the same way when we're talking about information. And what I mean by that is that. When we're, talk when we're talking about this information and we think like, oh, that's dark and it's negative or anything like that, you're entitled to know that information. This is what's been hidden from you to control you. And so we do have to kind of remove the ego from the aspect of not being a part of that inclusive all because it is the dark and the light at the same time. That's right. And, even when, and then when Lisa was talking about um, being at a point in time in Earth where you kind of had the uh, androgynous, like you had similar beings and whatnot. And of course, I think there's an old uh, aspect of the Bible where they say you two were split in halves because at one point in time you existed as a whole and whatnot. And of course, that ties into the God, the God, the goddess attribute. Um, I think you and Black were touching on uh, the left and right side of uh, hemispheres of the brain that need to now be kind of come joined together and know how to use both at the same time. Right. And I was just gonna say that um, there's a cat named, and I've been talking about him a lot lately, Martin Ball, 
and he he t he touches on that a lot and he touches on non-duality but he does it from us he was i forgot what his phd is in but he comes from a standpoint of talking about psychedelics and the benefit of psychedelics as did uh baba kalindi and of course lisa and i uh, talked on another call that might have even been last night or the night before we were talking about how he passed last year but like that's real and we gotta we gotta get into that we can tend to step away from things thinking like that's not for us that's not what I'm about. And you tend to box yourself in. And at the end of the day, it's like when you when you can remove all of those labels and start to step out and even be, you know, even from the standpoint of like, oh, I don't go to that side of town or this is bougie or that's too expensive and, and whatnot. Yo, embrace the entire experience. Yes. It is it is here for you. It is here for you to experience. It is here for you to report back. It is here for you to be like, y'all tripping. I went to that side of town. We good over there. They invited me to come back with as many people and they gave me nothing but love and they welcomed me. And we have to understand that that experience is there for you. And we're talking about being all these different uh, threads of the experience of uh, the cosmos and being God. It's like, you're here to experience pour back into it and that's how you contribute that's how you show up that's how you do it with your art that's how you do it with your conversation that's how you do it with your food or whatever way you want to kind of uh, demonstrate your love so that's the it's new important economy. it's the new economy tapped into what my experiences this year is that as much as we could talk about all of this kind of being like overwhelming and what you know where do we start and what are we doing here and which way do i go or what you know when monday picks up what am i going to work on you know start with what you have but I think one of the fundamental things to understand is when we're talking about your birthright around information, your birthright around sovereignty, uh, uh, your, your spiritual birthright around those things as well, of course, is just understanding, right, that the universe wants you to win. There are entities here that want you to win. There are dimensions and beings that you can't see that want you to win. Yes, sir. We are not, we are not here alone, and we have to remember that even beyond each other, and, and honestly, we have each other. And that's the thing that we have to remember. Somebody touched on it earlier, like, yo, there's so many of us. And when you really think about that and just kind of mi minimize it to like that 99 versus one, like 99 versus one, yo, that man need to sit in a corner till he get his act together, till he learn to be civilized. Till he learn to be civilized, he gotta sit in a corner. And then when he come back into society and comes back into intermingling and socializing with the rest of us, he's still gonna be checked to make sure that he's on the right page. And we have to remember that we are, in fact, here to win. And that sometimes can, obviously, all of these distractions will take you off your path, but that's ultimately what you got to kind of hold in your heart. It's like, yo, I've been through this. Uh, there's a cat, I can't think of his name. Uh, I think he's over in Europe somewhere, but he talks about that. He's like, yo, this is, a, he said, this is, a, this is an internal, uh, a, an eternal game that my soul knows how to play very well. And he was talking about reincar you know what I mean? reincarnation and birth and life and death. And like when you look at it from that aspect, there really is no threat. There's nothing that they can hold over you. There's no carrot. There's nothing that anybody can dangle over you and promise because you're like, yo, you holding my own carrot over me like I own the rights to that. <laughs> yo, fact is for people who want to employ things that you can do real time within your own cipher. Because that's, that's powerful what you said, bro. And that's right and exact. But time travel, at least because you were talking about time travel as well, when you start to understand quantum physics, quantum mechanics, and quantum thought, you can time travel at will. You can create your future and your past from your present. You can create your future and your past from your present. So the, gold, the golden key is really focusing on and projecting yourself into the reality that you truly want to live in, experience, and agree with.
The life you want to live here on out, you can start integrating at the speed that you choose, at the speed that you're ready for, at the speed that you're energetically ready for. You can start to integrate more and more into that reality. So if I see myself sitting on a hill with a river over here with fish and fresh water and my children are running around and I got a campfire over here and I got solar panels and I'm there. I'm swimming in the water. I'm eating the vegetables. My wife's coming out in a white dress. We're sitting down talking. See, <laughs> right, mentally, right. I'm, mentally, I'm there. Mentally, I'm there. What? Who's to say that it's fake? The only thing or the only person that would say that it's fake is me. Yeah, right? The conscious yeah, mind. Yeah, the conscious mind. But and the subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind says, bro, sis, this is real. I don't know. I don't know what the difference between real and fake. My attention, my energy, my vibration is observing, magnetized, and as, as integrated into this reality, this is where I am. And see, this is what they're going to start rolling out more and more with their quantum physics. This is why they have the hydrogen collider and CERN, and they're trying to crack it from an external. There is, it, it really is not a or, it's an and. It's not this or that it's this and that it truly is this yin and yang it's not yin or yang it's yin and yang the trick is though survey the trick is that people don't understand the duality of the world that we live in mm -hmm. and the fact that we live in a duality that that is the flaw and if you study the gnostics right and um, the nag hammadi text that they uncovered back in 1945 um, guys, I always like to drop references. Um, please just write these things down so that you can go back and reference it and go do your own studies. You know what I'm saying? Don't be lazy. Just do the work, okay? But um, the Gnostics talked about that. They talked about that the fact that this was a whole flawed universe that we were in. But it wasn't always that way because if you go back even further, they talk about when the Earth, um, oh, my God, why can't I remember the name of what the Earth used to be? Maldek, Maldek. So the earth used to be called Maldek when it was out in the, you know, out in the <laughs> somewhere else, you know, in our space and time. And the war of the world, like the war, the, the, the war in heaven is what they call it in the Bible or something like that. Um, and when it basically it was planets colliding. Right. And how the universe got shifted into a different position. And even if you like listen to um, which I don't get very deep into, but I know some of the surface level information um, with, uh, you know, um, Elijah Muhammad, where he talked about the moon when the moon separated from the earth. OK, um, Robert, um, I'm sorry. Um, what's his name that I just mentioned um, earlier talks about this in his book, Universe, Earth and Man um, and talk about talking about cosmic memory. He talks about them like when I read the book, I was like, oh, my God, I heard about this you know, um, being um, referenced by Elijah Muhammad, you know, many, many years ago. And M M um, Elijah Muhammad, well, a lot of people don't know, he was a part of the secret society. You know what I'm saying? He was tapped into all that ancient information as well. I don't follow that, you know, any religion at all. But the, the, the very nature and the fact that we have duality, when you see them trying, you know, transgenderism is a prelude to transhumanism. Mm -hmm. Even even when you got people going and operating on themselves for no reason, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. For no reason. You know, it's easier for you to accept becoming a hybrid human being because you just want to go out there and you're, you're risking your people are risking their lives to look a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is men and women, but mostly women, but men do it as well. Right. Getting pecs put in and, and all this stuff for the sake of vanity, not understanding what they're true. This is disconnection. But 
we were never, listen, every single uh, fetus starts out their life, right, as amphibians, number one, because they're birthed in water. That's how they're created, right? They have water. So when the water breaks, the child comes into the earth or comes into the world. But um, that child is always a female before it becomes a male always okay and so this is why they track your and trace your bloodlines back to your mitochondrial dna which is something that the mother houses inside of her body men That's have right. it but it, it deteriorates once the sperm leaves the body right so the men have mitochondria but it's it's not of the same um you know, um, how can I say this? It's not um, creed power. It, exactly, exactly. They men have but once they release that sperm into the woman's body, the their mitochondria disappears. So it's the mother, and so this is why you know, in traditional like you know older civilizations, your bloodline is always traced back through the mother. But beyond that, even hermaphrodites and you know um, all the things that they're trying to bring about artificially, right? Um, to, to erase her, like, oh, this is my pronoun. You know, it's not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not trying to bash that at all. So, guys, please don't take it that way. I'm just trying to simply just create a delineation of how they're trying to recreate. When, when I'm telling y'all that we're supposed to be rising back up into this consciousness, we're supposed to be entering into a new golden age, that's what the golden age used to be like, right? Where we could transport from one place to another, where we could communicate through our thoughts. When there was no separation of the sexes. One empire. And exactly. And they're trying to do all these things artificially. So, it, it, you know, man and woman is is one, really. We are really one. We're really one. Child. We're just that makes the, the, child. the third dimension that we're in. And we live in a world of duality. It has been separated. That makes the child. It was. Earth was an empire. For, and it spanned from east to west, from north to south. And the, the north... East, West, South, I'm saying in that order for a reason, North, East, West, South was the news. That was your sun record. That was your Helios Biblios. That was your Christ. That was your messengers and travelers. We were all one family that spread out corner to corner to experience and study and, and, and give feedback back to our celestial family and ultimately back to the source head, to the Godhead. Because ultimately source is the only thing that exists and it refracted or refracted upon itself and created upon itself to experience itself and by us being our most authentic self we are kind of like you know how you send out a recognizance team again here we go back to communication a recognizance team goes out to get the most clear and precise intel about you know an operation or or, or or interest and they report it back if any of that information or if a lot of that information is off it's gonna it's gonna uh, affect the mission yeah, you guys have a cue in this room, I've seen a lot of work people, right? So we already know what to do. Like, I've seen a lot of people put this room, you know, sometimes. We already know that it all has to do with 369, which means energy, uh, energy, vibration, and frequency, which means, uh, as Nikola Tesla said, if you know these three things, you got to know uh master thyself which means with our right. energy with our thought that's just like the brother was saying with our thought we could change the outcome right so my question was when are we gonna start doing the work when are we gonna you know be in this room and then start meditating together start visualizing different uh, uh, uh stuff together start raising our vibration start clearing our energy together because we'd be sometimes five six eight hundred people in these rooms 
So my thing is, when are we gonna do action? This happens. That's my Quantum physics tells you that you can, two people can be in one space and be in two different paradigms and realities. So these retreats where people go meditate, Mount Shasta, Arizona, all sacred sites, the United States, across the country, there are groups. Blue Pill does it. I mean, there's people in the room that do it. The thing is, it goes back to connection because you can't trust any and everybody because a lot of people talk to talk and sound good. A lot of people talk just to sound good and they say all the talking points because we are in the age of information and information has been weaponized. If you go on Google, anything you type in Google, you're going to find. It doesn't matter your, your angle from it, you're going to be able to find it. That is dangerous to a mind that hasn't cultivated its metacognition, its discernment, its inner technology, its inner, its, its inner intelligences. You have three minds that you have to employ before you really even come to a holistic conclusion. You see, this is why we talk about objective thought and objective viewing and subjective and conscious viewing and omnipresent awareness. And this is what it's about. It's about the being able to pan out, even stepping outside of yourself. Like Lisa said, we are ants or drops of the ocean. We're the entire ocean in one drop, but we're also the entire ocean when we integrate back into it. But we can't experience ourselves as the ocean in its entirety. That would make us the source of all creation. So that's not our job. We're not, we're, we don't have the capacity to do that. We... You know, we go within a little Brother, bit. You, is that you what know, you want to do right now? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we visualize peace and love. Because remember, just like you know, with the frequency right now, that's what Mother Nature is 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 is, is talking, is trying to tell us right now. It's tell us not only we coming in this room together, but there's something I believe. The more I go within, I feel like, you know, we start. We need. We need. We need more of that. We need to go deeper. Because the thing Absolutely. is, the thing is, to me, that's how I feel. Okay, you know, talking about it, talking about it, which is good, you know, but doing the work together, that's even powerful. That's enough. By being aware that one is still learning, because if things don't fall into place the way you envision them in your head without you taking action, then one is not polarized oneself powerfully enough to command space. Like if I walk into a room, I'm aware that when I walk into a room, I feel the shift. People put away the drugs. They stop talking about who they banged last night because they know how I get down. And I exude that through my walk, my step, my dress, my hygiene. I don't have to act and say or do anything. I live it. All the things that I've done on my paperwork, that is just to substantiate who I am in my spirit and soul body and astral and light body. It all lines up. It all Everything lines up. It's all good. You see, that's why beings who are living in their whole self, we're not fearing of the all-seeing eye that you guys call Big Brother because everything is seen regardless by the Most High, by the Creator. So the people that are scared of being seen are the people that are scared or have things in the shadow, in the dark, that haven't done their shadow work, who don't want to be seen. This is why the pedophilia and all this stuff is coming out now. Because, like somebody was saying earlier, the people that a lot of you have exalted and held to so high esteem because they're on TV or they got money or they have this, this status or whatever, you're coming to see who these people really are. And it, they're not even at fault. You're at fault. Because you're not supposed to have idols anyway. You can go A to D to D to B to Z to, you can crisscross zigzag up down how you want to. movie 
who you know you ever go to a movie and it's just like it wasn't what you thought of it's just whack or the writing was off it's like yo, they could have you know what i'm saying like you gotta look at the most high like that you gotta look at the elohim like that and you know in my school of thought the elohim are the seven creative spirits of source right you got seven seas seven seals seven seven everything's about the seven seven you know it go, that's math that's perfection in man seven is perfection in man nine is completion cosmic completion Ten is the Godhead, the ones and the zeros. That's your artificial intelligence. Zero is actually the heart and the mind of the child. That is where you go, where you peel the layers of of uh, of what the external world has told you you are. You know, that's what enlightenment and activation and awakening it is. It isn't becoming more things. It isn't gaining more titles. Hold on one second gaining more titles or adding more that's cool but it's really about the unveiling the taking off the taking off the layers of definition and limitations of what people have been saying you are even me you know at some point you have to get to a zero point where i'm not a more i'm not a morish american i'm not a hebrew Muslim. i'm not robert i'm not streets i'm not survey i'm not I'm not this, I'm not that, whoever you do. I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a Republican, I'm not black, I'm not white, I'm not all these, all these dichotomies that they've, and modalities they've smothered you with energetically, right? This is what becomes the shadow self. And this is what grows into the monster that comes to destroy you. But the monster that comes to destroy you, to destroy you is the monster of your making. This is the Frankenstein story. This is, this is the bastard versus the primordial matriarch, the primordial mother, you know, like the bastard Frankenstein. You know, the, the, it, they need electricity. Like, this is cloning, again, because cloning exists, but it's about the energy source. The clone, a lot of the, like so, Mother Sophia will tell you, a lot of the clones, they don't last too long because they, they don't have the, the genetic sequencing the way that our ancestors did. Same time, it doesn't affect the totality of the spectrum. You see? So now... <laughs> With things, with these blackouts, see, these blackouts you're seeing, they're wars against privatized companies who have plundered the resources. They're fighting with each other. No different from two bastardized, badass kids fighting over a toy that don't even belong to neither one of them. You see? So, that's what you're seeing. You're going to see the energy wars happen because the, the people who have positioned themselves or been put in position to have access to the resources they don't have heritage or claim or true claim to it so nature's gonna do with them as as it's gonna do as you as you will see and if you've been seeing see they don't like the report about them getting taken out they don't like that shit i be dancing yeah you see because he who controls the narrative controls the paradigm i have a question we are the source we are the copper top copper tone indigenous aboriginal People, mindset, and consciousness. It's not even about a skin tone. It's about a principality. So yes, you're right, sister. Yeah. Earlier, like, we are the thing that gives all of this power, you know, especially when it comes to our thought process and mindset. So, you know, when we, when, it, it's beautiful that everything is happening the way it is because people are starting to realize that, like, financial literacy is actually turning into, like, actual literacy in, in terms right. of where the finance is based and so you know like for me i think this new world order is definitely two twofold this reset is twofold you know you have these people going in one direction and um, but it's all going to come back to you like staying staying centered and 
just continually following in love with yourself every day is the most important thing. Because if your mind is clouded, if your spirit is dead, then you already lost the war. And we are the, that's the conundrum that they face because you have seeds, you have cosmic seeds who, who sprouting out the earth and these babies ain't nothing to play with. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with y'all. I'm telling you, these babies ain't nothing to play with. I'm seeing babies... I seen one baby like jump from the floor to the top of his refrigerator in one leap. Like this baby was like, man, I don't know how old this baby was. You know, I'm telling you, the baby's kicking trees and breaking the tree in half. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, these babies, these star seeds, these crystals, these rainbows, this new conscious energy that's on the planet is amazing. And the work is being done. See, but the enemy is the enemy is covert. Nobody's gonna go out here and tell all their plans. You know what I'm saying? You have to. You don't know anybody until you've seen them under stress. You don't know anybody until you've seen them into an emergency situation. You don't know anybody until you've seen them not get what they want. So we have to go back to our ancient ways, which is rites of passage. You have to earn this shit. You got to put the work in. You got to meditate. You got to balance your diet out and do what you got to do based on your genetic code and your body, based on your location. You got to draft your paperwork and do the studying. Yo, we used to have to go to lectures and watch lectures that be three, four, five, six, seven, ten hours long. Some people be falling asleep. Some people used to walk out, walk out the lecture. We was in there three, four, five. You ain't going to be able to listen to no lecture off no straight Chinese food and wings from the corner store. I'm telling you now, 40 ounces. And see, this was the paradigm shifts. This is the paradigm shifts that happened in the 80s and the 90s and early 2000s. That was a culling because now if you see a brother walking down the street with a long with a 5x white tee and baggy baggy jabot jeans and a do-rag you're gonna like he from out of like from another time you know and that when i think about that in order to to love and 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 show love to other people then you really have to know thyself which means that you have to love yourself first and i'm just glad to hear that there are different perspectives and this is one of the rooms i think i've been here before and kind of messaged yolanda on the back end and i was learning so much then to where i had to just break out a pen and just start taking notes and i'm just thankful to each and every one of you that think outside of the box and not just conform to the things that people have told you only because there is a higher power and the higher power is in within us and when you know that then you're able to and that true wisdom comes from not knowing and you're always open to learning more you know there's no painting no more there's no cursive there's no more free thought no all that's gone it's cold it's jail you see yeah yeah, there's different ways. So, for instance, there's different centers, and it relates to different chakras, um, yes. the chakra points in your body. But, for instance, I'm an empath, so I can, I'm very sensitive to energy. I can feel energy, and I have open head centers. So that means if I'm around other people and I'm finding myself overthinking, because I have open head centers from human design in this chart that it showed me, these thoughts I've realized are not mine. That's and right. now I've gotten I've gotten very good at it through muscle testing, figuring out, oh, is this my energy mm. or someone else's energy? You want a next level. <laughs> exactly. Is it memorized? <laughs> uh, no, no, muscle testing. And that's another thing in human design. Your conscious mind is your soul. This is the energy that you have 
access to lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. But your subconscious mind is your physical body. That is Rachel in this lifetime, in this body. So my soul may want may want something, but my body may say no. So as a human in this life, I'm not going to ask my mind and my conscious mind. I'm going to ask my body, does this feel good? Is this heavy or light? That's right. Is this coming... Yeah, is this coming from somewhere like above or is this coming from somewhere below in my body like a gut instinct? But in your and body, so, your body is an organ. Your body literally is mm. an antenna. It's a ethereal, ethereal cosmic antenna. So we're moving yes. with this skin suit that's actually reading the toroidal field that you're emitting yourself that's that's connecting to a higher toroidal field. So you're a you're a you're a micro toroidal field connecting to a macro toroidal field, right? And then that energetic center energetic center is connecting to a to a prime source, right? So it's reserved and elected for that station. And again, it's these rites of passage that you have to graduate from um, of the divine masculine, feminine, light, crystalline body coming together that turns you into the light ship that you can actually actualize and materialize into the light ship and it's proven for those that are linear thinkers that when the body goes into transcendence or what you call being deceased that it loses about what well, how many grams i forget i don't want to misquote i mean because you know i'm off the fly but probably about one. A, a couple grams that leaves the body when you so unquote die that allows you to transcend through this cosmic experience to where you need to get to and where you need to go to. However you envision that, imagine that, that's on your own personal belief. That's cool. But I'm just saying that's the principle of it. Can I see? So, yes, ma'am. Kabat is that it is, you know, you hear everyone talking all about the, um, the chakras, right? It's a big deal. Like, oh, my God, oh, phase is back. Okay, so, yeah, you know, we're always talking about aligning our chakras, this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? But they're not doing the deep dive into what are those chakras there are wheels the bible even talks about wheels within wheels that's right but you know what i'm saying as above so below and so you're you we all have what's called a light body right and so your light body vehicle you know like when you was a child when you were a child and you would spin 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 and spin around and you would get super dizzy mm -hmm. and, it's almost like, and then you would just lay down or on the on the ground or whatever and then that's that's one way to activate your light body to get your chakras spinning in the right direction is just by actually spinning outside. But even like all of our ascended masters, the ones that, you know, people have deified throughout history as gods um, like Jesus and Buddha and, um, you know, Quetzalcoatl and so many others. Right. Um, these are ascended beings because they were able to activate their light bodies. That Merkaba ship. Exactly. Saturn. <laughs> and you're going to get reprogrammed <laughs> with a new baby brain and come right back down to this MFR and start all over again, right? This is the process of reincarnation because life is a school and you're supposed to be down here learning. But when you get to like your, um, your final, you know, form before you get to your final form, right? Like in Dragon Ball Z. Um, but you get to like your last life here on the planet, that's because you've done the work, but you have to do the work. You can calm down, you can twerk, you can drop it like it's hot, you can get all the surgery <laughs> that you can turn up, 
flip on your head, all that stuff, get all the bread that you want. You can do all that. You know what I'm saying? But you're not ever going to escape doing the inner work. And so I don't know how many lifetimes it takes you, but until you learn how to activate that light body, that is a vehicle, just like the pyramids, right? They have codexes in the pyramids that allows at, at a certain time, they don't have the capability right now, or at least they're dormant because um, the current human beings don't have the, the codes of access to be able to generate them, to pull them up mm-hmm. to where they, those pyramids can levitate off of the ground and transport you to another dimension. That is, you are the pyramid. It is you. That is that Fact. is the, the Holy Trinity that they have been telling you is three men. You know literally, what I'm saying? You literally, not to cut your wisdom, sis, but you literally <laughs> have pyramid structures in your in your brain. You have crystalline pyramid pyramid structures in your own brain in the caverns of you. Right. So your light body, that is the great work that you're supposed to be doing on the planet. A physical death because that's eminent for everybody. I'm talking about when you lose your soul, that's not true death. You're just transitioning. But if you actually, they take away what it means to be human from you and they take away those your God gene from you, you ain't going nowhere. That's it. This is the last stop for you. you- Rudolf Steiner, I'm very grateful. I'm sending blessings and gratitude for that. I've heard of that name. I didn't realize he was on the level of, um, is it Madame Blavatsky? I can never say her name. But I know that she's very much connected to the work of the Ascended Masters. And at this time when we're moving into Ascension and the Earth is ascending, these beings are here. The Elders are back. The Elohim are back. I've, I've seen the Elders. They've come to me. You know, it's like when people talk about light language and then you go into these rooms and people are like making all these times. Maybe that is something. But that's not the way how I experience light language. I experience light language in symbols. And I experience light language in the pictures that spirit shows me. So I guess it just depends on where we're at, you know? And I think for me, I just want to say one one last thing while I'm just a little bit jarred. And it's, 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 it's nothing to do with people in this room. This is something that I've got to work through as a black person. But spiritual appropriation is coming up a lot for me the last few weeks mm. in these rooms. And it's, it's, it's something that I'm struggling with. It's something that I'm struggling with, and I, I've got to learn how to um, just be compassionate and loving because it's only in unity and love that we're going to get through this mm. fucked up situation that we're all in. I get that, but I also want to speak to my people because I feel like there was a comment that was made earlier, and it was about, you know, you've got to know where you're going, you've got to know where you're going. But the biggest psyop that has been played played on black people is us not knowing where we come from mm-hmm. how are we ever going to know where we're going if we don't know where we come from That's right and i was speaking to someone earlier today um, because i was really struck i was really struggling with this and um i was saying to her i remember when i was in school like about five or six and being told that i come from slaves and the humiliation the embarrassment the shame the anger the sadness, all of those things I remember feeling at six years old. Can you imagine? That that was the thing that was stuck with me that made me think, no, I don't come from slave, no. And, and I searched and, and I found out where I truly came from. Now, I just want to leave the room with this. Do you know where you come from? Do you realise that, that uh, in terms of our black ancestors, we are the ones who made those pyramids? Why don't they tell us that? 
that, that is the biggest they don't want you to act true, true. but now you visit it from another conscious uh from another conscious level right you're look you're able to see different things different spectrums different perspectives of the situation which in an effect changes the emotional effect that you emit it which in effect changes the quantum reality itself that's felt this way since i was a small child and all the things that i've learned growing up i never trusted the adults like i just looked at them like mm, i don't trust you you know what i'm saying i don't mean i don't trust you in a bad way it's just like i just need to see for myself you know i was one of those children that it I, if you said don't stick your finger in there i'm gonna go stick my finger because i want to know <laughs> you know came around to the whole slavery thing um i never identified with it i just never did i never put myself as that was my legacy you know what i'm saying like i, I never internalized it at, at all you know what i mean but you yeah, know what i mean it never made sense it but you know what's hard about it? You know what's hard about it? I'm not the, I'm sorry, Lisa, but it's just so hard when when even as a child or a younger youngin, you feel that, but the world says otherwise. You see, see, like like Lisa, you from the islands, so your your paradigm was a little bit different, and that's the beauty about you in your mind, and you're able to merge all these puzzle pieces together. See, a lot of us. See, I was a military child, but a lot of people, they were in one place their, most of their life until they decided to move or they were able to move or they became of age to move. And imagine you're, you're being told that this is the case and then you leave class and the world, the paradigm, the program that's been programmed by the programmers tells you opposite of what you innately feel. Now this becomes the battle on the battlefield. You see, and this is where the black and white. Uh, okay, bro. What, what no, I'm saying that's exactly what I'm saying, and I think we've all been fooled. And I feel like yeah. we have to start to bring some of these conversations in these rooms. And even if it is a bit uncomfortable, we've got to learn to sit with that uncomfortability because oh, yeah. it's not until we actually name the big, huge African elephant in the room we're not going to get past. <laughs> hey, my brother, my brother, can I? Can I, I, um, I think Lisa, Lisa wasn't finished though. I don't oh, know. Oh no, yeah, oh, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Go ahead. Oh. It's fine. Thanks. Yeah, it's V, because I wanted to say we're all still in the garden. We're all slaves to love and to food that comes from the garden. <laughs> well, I think that Rootsman wanted to go next. He unmiked first. Um, because our, they, they say through science, our physical brain it is looking and processing upside down. So to balance it out and make our Merkabah whole, let's look at things upside down as well. Because we have to be masters of our universe and bring the Merkabah together. You bring the pyramid up. From, from the ether, the, the, the heaven, and you bring the pyramid from the ground, your grounding, and you merge them together to make that six-pointed star, which represents a multitude of things, but it's sacred geometry, which, like the brother said, symbology and symbol, symbols and shape is the first language of the invisible realm, you see? We, everything's created from the invisible realm, and it comes into material through symbols, through light, through prism, through angles, ETC. So we, our DNA tells us, and they show us, the Superman movie was all about Superman's codex. I think they called it the codex that they was looking for, and like the man of steel, the new one, right? The whole, uh, what was Superman's home? A uh, Krypton, all of Krypton's DNA and information in one child. Right, so now we're talking about hybrids and clones. We already are hybrids. We're already hybrids. At this point, the majority of people's blood is a mixture of, of a multitude of blood. Prophet Noble Dr. Ali says the record of who, what side you're on. 
Now, yes, there's a system in play. The most high is, is universal. It knows, just to say, it knows that we have to integrate until, until it's complete. So nobody's saying you have to, you're going to be able to drop everything cold turkey. I've been on my path for about 15 years. It's taken me a while to cultivate myself to get to this point. And our cells are just remembering what it already knew. We're just crystallizing this thing so we can project this thing out like the sister was saying about the human design types. Because like, it's like Captain Planet, bro. Everybody got different elemental powers. On Metatron Prime, the cube, right? <laughs> the cube. They always talk about this cube, right? This Metatron cube that allows light, the light prism, the signal, the beacon to beacon out to show the rest of the cosmic alignment that we're ready.